the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. I am incredibly excited for today's show as we talk about following God with your head and your heart. I have a dear friend of mine, Dr. John Battaglia, who's going to be a guest with us on the second half of the show. John's list of accolades is strong. But it includes being the program director of the Doctor of Ministry program at the Assemblies of God Theological Seminary. He's a professional coach and a strong thought leader uh, in the church. And so we'll meet him in the second half of the show. But as I think about this concept of following God with your head and your heart, it reminds me of a dispute that occurred between the disciples about which commandment was most important. And I'm going to read from Mark's Gospel, chapter 12, uh, Jesus' response. And here's how Jesus answered this dispute. He said, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. He continues, The second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these. I want to spend a a moment talking about these four words that I emphasized from Mark's uh, documentation of this conversation with Jesus on the heels of a dispute with his peers. And and one of the words that he, he emphasized here was when Jesus said to love the Lord your God with all of your heart. This idea of heart might be something we understand, and it's really the, what I would consider as the causative source of a person's psychological life. In, in many aspects, it's, it's the emphasis on your thoughts, on not just your cognitive thoughts, but the things that, that provide passion in your life and the motives that drive who you are. One way to look at this, when you investigate what this word means, loving God with your heart, it's truly loving him with your inner self. So with that said, what does it mean to love the Lord your God with all your soul? Like that's an intriguing thought when, when Mark captures these four words of Jesus. And when you research this, this word, to love God with your soul, this is thinking about an essence of 
all of the way that an individual thinks, uh, the will of an individual, the feelings of individuals. So it's the intersection of your will, your feeling, your thinking, and it's a deeper understanding of your inner self. It really, your soul is the convergence of mind, thought, action, feeling. The soul is not just your passion, but it's the core of what constitutes who you are. So to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, number three, mind. This is what I would consider the intellectual processes of an individual. So we love God with our, our abilities of understanding, of thinking, our abilities and capacities of reasoning, of decision-making. When we love God with our mind, we engage the intellectual processes of our life. So we hear this dispute, what's the greatest? And Jesus replies, and Mark captures that we're to love God with our heart. We're to love God with our soul. We're to love God with our mind. And we're to love God with our strength. And this word strength, it's it's almost comical. I've heard this preached on many times. And I'm not going to say negative thoughts here, but I'm not sure entirely how researched this word is, strength. When I just took a a look at what this means to love God with our strength. It means to love God with our capabilities, with complete capacities that we have. It's to honor God with what we have and the potential of what we offer. It's it's our ability is, is how we offer our love to God, using our abilities, using our capacities, using our potential to trust God, but to love him with our strength. So love the Lord your God with your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. So I kind of put a synthesized uh, statement here of of what it is that Mark is saying. And here's what he's saying. That if we want to understand the greatest commandments that Jesus offers, we, we would say this. That we should love God with our inner self, who we truly are at the core. We're to love God with our intellect with our ability, and with our potential. So in this episode, we're talking about following God with your head and with your heart, with your intellect and your inner self. A friend of mine will join us in the second half of the show, Dr. John Battaglia. He's going to help us unpack this. So stay tuned as you listen for that. As we prepare for that conversation with Dr. Battaglia, I want to think about this, that many describe the Christian faith as a relationship with God. There's uh, one sort of mentor type in my life that, that said something like this to me. Just because we seek to experience God relationally, we're not required to check our brain at the door. God wants us to engage with him relationally, experientially, but also intellectually, actually with all that we are, all of our emotions, all of our strengths, all of our weaknesses. We don't have to impress God. See, there's an example of a time that I had a great heart experience with God. In a prayer room in a Bible college on the fifth floor, there's a time I was with a friend of mine, and we were praying together for one another. We weren't doing academic exercises. We were just simply sitting with Jesus. 
and it, as we began to pray, I mean, it probably was 30 to 45 minutes of prayer, some dialogue with, with each other, my friend and I. But in that time, it, it surfaced such that the feeling in the room was as if Jesus was, was almost physically sitting with us. Now, I'm not saying that, that we could reach out and physically touch him, but his presence was so great, we knew he was there. This is a, a heartfelt experience as I'm pouring out my inner self, my desires, my passions, and my eagerness to know God that God engaged with, with us, my friend and I, on a heart level. Now, on the other hand, there's an example of how we engage with God on a head level. For example, we understand that God created the world using the spoken word. He spoke everything into existence. As we research the creative nature of God, we realize that even the salvation experience taps into the creative nature of God. Here's what that means. Every one of us have lived on this earth and we've, we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Here's the beauty of how God displays his love for us. See, God does not act as, as like a spiritual repairman in our life. In other words, when we're riddled with sin or we stray from, from biblical ways and practices, God does not come in to repair our heart. He does not come in to, to fix what's broken. This is so powerful. He actually taps into his creative nature. And instead of repairing the heart, he creates something new. The New Testament, Paul writes about this, explains this, that when we accept this forgiveness from God, everything old is done away with and everything new comes in. So God helps us become new creations. So this is the creative nature of God. He creates something new within us. So we might experience that, but just talking through that, I use the cognitive approach, a head model to explore who God is. So even in my own experience, much like you, we experience God with our heart and with our head. And as we get ready for the second half of the show, we're going to meet Dr. John Battaglia, who's going to unpack this for us a little, a little more. We're going to meet him before we go to break. In fact, right now, Dr. Battaglia, I'm so glad that you're on the show. Thanks for being with me today on Your Discipleship Coach. Hi, Michael. It is great to be with you. I'm very excited to spend some time together with you and your listeners. So thanks for having me uh, this afternoon as your guest. That's such a pleasure. Would you just take a moment and introduce yourself to our listeners today? Of course. So as uh, Michael said, I'm uh, John Battaglia. I direct the Doctor of Ministry program at the Assemblies of God Theological Seminary at Evangel University. Also professor of practical theology and leadership. I'm a leadership coach and serve in the same type of capacity that Mike does. We both uh, share our coaching uh, passions and our uh, vision to help people get to the place and the desire that they want to get to. I also serve as the chaplain for the Missouri Legislature in Jefferson City, Missouri. 
that's that you just dropped the bomb right there. That's such an influential opportunity to serve in a practical and a spiritual way. And as you listen in, I hope you're encouraged to meet Dr. John Battaglia. We're going to interview him right after break on the second half of the show. So stay engaged as we talk about uh, today just how we can follow God with our head and with our heart. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Hang in for the second half of the show. You're listening right now on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. And we're back. Thank you for staying tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. In the show, we're talking about how we follow and honor God with our head and with our heart. And in the first half of the show, we introduced this perspective of loving God with our head and our heart. We met my today's guest, my guest, Dr. John Battaglia. And uh, Dr. Battaglia, we're going to jump right in because we want to hear from you. And I'd, I'd love for you to unpack for our listeners today a little bit about what it means to truly love God with our mind. Yes, thank you, uh, Mike. And I, I just want to piggyback off what you said before, and I'm so glad you said it. And you said it for Mark, and I'm looking at Matthew mm-hmm chapter 22, verse 37, 36, and 37, when a religious uh, lawyer came to Jesus uh, trying to trap him and to test him if he knows uh, the Mosaic law and if he's keeping it. So Jesus replies, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And what's interesting here, Jesus adds that this is the first and greatest Mm -hmm. commandment. And the religious lawyer had no response because Jesus summed up all of the law and the prophets in this verse. So it really is, if you think about it, a biblical theology, it's the what and the why we are to love God with everything we have and to love our neighbor as well. So when I think of loving God with my mind, I think of the idea of being a single-focused, the idea of attention. And I do believe that whatever has your attention has you. So if something has your attention, you lean into it, you move toward it, you spend time with it, you you think about it. Thoughts are um, continually flowing through your mind, Mm. and it really captures us. So what's it like when Jesus is our attention, when he's on our mind, when the Word of God is on our mind, hmm. when the whole idea of discipleship is on our mind? Uh, it it, it uh, captures us. So, so our thoughts, uh, our leanings, our movements, our spending time with is focused on Jesus and focused on the Word of God. So I like to think, as, uh, as I unpack that, that loving God with our mind is to love what God loves. I know it sounds so very simple, 
but we are to love what God loves. And another thought is to be devoted uh, to the Lord is this whole idea is a devoted loyalty to God. It, it's giving one's full self to God. It, it's this whole idea of single-mindedness in uh, you know body, in, in soul, in mind, in spirit. Another idea that, that I see from the Scripture is loving God with our mind aligns our thoughts and our actions. So there are no competing interests in our life. The Lord's interests are our interests, and we're not divided in our thoughts. We're not divided in our interests. We're not divided in our loyalty. We're not divided in our love. And with all those in mind, tuck them into the idea of attention. And we ask the question, what has our attention? And the goal of discipleship, the simplicity of being a follower of Jesus, is that that he is the center of all of our thoughts. This is so powerful, and you've given us actually quite a bit. I'm going to break down just a couple words that you said that loving God with our mind is, is, I think your words, captured and single-focused attention. I love what you said, whatever has your attention has you. And, and you, you mentioned this, that we should love what God loves within the context of full, devoted loyalty. So we align our thoughts with our actions so there's not, comp- or like not competitive loyalties. This is so powerful. How, how does that work? When we love God with our mind, what about the perspective then, Dr. Battaglia, of loving God with your heart? You know, that's really a great question. And I don't really see these as a dichotomy. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think Jesus, when he was saying this, was, was trying to, you know, give us this trifecta of, you know, mind and, and, and soul and heart. Yes, in a way, it is, but but I think our faith is holistic, right? So we break it down, especially as uh, as pastors, and we're going to unpack this to help mm-hmm. our congregations and those we're working with uh, to fully capture this. So I'm, I'm going to kind of answer the question of, of the heart, but not in a way that separates it out from mm-hmm. the mind. They mm-hmm. are interrelated. Uh, so when I think of loving God with, with my heart, the, the words that come to me are passion, surrender, and relationship. For me, it is a relationship with Jesus. I want to be passionate for Him. Mm. And I want to do that in a way that my life is surrendered to Him. You know, uh, it's yielded to Him. I think that is a a spiritual position that has us with our arms open wide and our palms up that is saying yes, right? It says yes to Jesus, uh, yes to following him, yes Mm. to uh, living uh, uh, for him and and with him. And and I I was thinking about uh, this whole idea, and I was reminded of the thought that we have three brains. Mm-hmm. So hang, hang in with me on that, okay? Uh, so the three brains would be considered 
the head, this is obvious, the heart, and the gut. And we don't always think of the gut as a brain, Hmm. but our knowledge of neuroscience has really informed us here, and some have called it the little brain, the gut as the little brain. And neuroscience uh, tells us that there are more than 100 million neurons that are in our gut. Mm. They line the stomach. And this is why when we say uh, we had a gut feeling, maybe, maybe you said that, Mike, I just have this, this gut feeling. And, oh, that really hurts me in the gut. And it, it's, it's true. I mean, there's something literal happening. It's not just, you know, a, a phrase we use. The gut is informing our mm. brain. Mm. So there is a direct relationship with gut and brain, uh, the literal brain, because of these neurons that are, are firing and communicating. Uh, so, again, this goes back to my whole uh, thought of being holistic mm-hmm. in our relationship with God. There, there's something called the uh, GABA, G-A-B-A. And the GABA sends uh, neuro, uh, trans, it's a neurotransmitter, and it sends these messages uh, to uh, the brain. And one of the things that happens is this uh, GABA helps to uh, regulate, if you will, uh, brain activity. Hmm. And one of the results is a reduction of anxiety uh, or, uh, in, in some cases, maybe a, a sense of disorder. And, and I don't want to overstate uh, what, what I'm saying because hmm. there's so much more in those areas that, that really aren't what I'm adjusting today. But as I was thinking about this and these neurons going to the brain, I thought of the word peace. So if the GABA is reducing, you know, anxiety, uh, the lack of anxiety is, uh, is a sense of peace. So when that. Jesus tells us um, to love God with our heart, when we are fully engaged with that kind of love, the holistic experience helps to bring peace. It, it, it's a natural peace. And then, of course, it's the peace that the Holy Spirit gives us through the power of Jesus. This is so and powerful, so, Dr. Battaglia, as, as people listen in and we understand this multifaceted, holistic way to honor God with all that we are, our head and our heart, and as we work together and as people listen, you're listening right now to your discipleship coaches. We're talking with Dr. John Battaglia about how we honor God with our head and our heart. It's been a pleasure to have you on. And I'll just say to my listeners now, if you've ever thought about exploring this topic or any other coaching topic, maybe a little more thoroughly, I offer a free coaching readiness assessment. You can find that at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and click that free coaching readiness assessment questionnaire. Also, feel free to follow us on social media, share the show with others in your circle. And I want to thank you for listening today to your discipleship coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life, and listening with my friend, Dr. John Battaglia of the Assemblies of God Theological Seminary. Hey, listen, I'm for you, and God is for you. 
And if God is for you, who could be against you? Thanks again for listening. You're listening on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.